The time is now. What is the secret to success? Movement. People look at you strange saying you change like you work that hard to stay the same. Like you're doing all this for a reason. Hard work. Yeah. Works. This podcast is brought to you by Calcica Fit app. Uh, that's right, we got an app also. The Fit app gives you unlimited access to over 100 high-quality fitness classes, and you can choose from a mix of spin, strength, TRX, HIT, yoga, Pilates, meditation, mobility workouts. We got some new content coming out. I just did a DJ spin class that's going to be coming out pretty soon. So check all those things out. Download the Calcica Fit app. Go to Apple Store, go to the Google Store, Android Store, and you can get it all done there. It's very simple. It's our Netflix version of fitness. And point and click and have fun. And by the way, it's less than 50 cents a day. Yeah! So uh, we're about to get into a conversation I had with Tara. I'm about her three top music artists that she likes to listen to when she works out. I must give you a warning. We were just joking, having a little fun. We, we do that occasionally. So there's some explicit uh, adult words, as I say to the kids, um, as we start the podcast, you know, get through it. Uh, and then we sit down and kind of go through a conversation that I had with the one and only Meg Heights. She is a longtime uh, Calcica Fit member, um, and she, her dedication and how she moves every day, what she does to kind of get herself moving, why she uses it, uh, being a cancer survivor. Um, it was a really cool, interesting talk um, listening to the, uh, the OG of Calcica Fit when it comes to our members. So we're going to go right into Tara first, explicit warning. And then we'll jump right into the conversation I had with Meg. Yeah. Now I want you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, we're on. We're live. <laughs> hey, Tara. Hello. <laughs> that wasn't to me, everybody. No, that was that was to all the other people out there. That's to the rest of the team. This is this is how we work over here. It's a sweatshop over here, literally. That is not going in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it is. Um, so we're here with uh, Tara Henderson. You've kind of seen her before. Go check out her previous episode on uh, Trainers Talks. And music is a big part of how we kind of get down in the, in the gym and, and training and teaching classes. And we also like to do our own personal workouts when we get going. So Tara, it's about the top three. What are your top three artists that you go to when you wanna you wanna work out? Um, well, it all definitely just depends on my mood. Yeah. Um, so top three artists right now. Um, if I'm in a bad bitch kind of mood, which is like ninety five percent of the time, it is Megan the Stallion. I gotcha. Um, she just has a I don't really give a fuck attitude. Yeah. And I can really embody that sometimes. Yeah. Um, 
So I really like to listen to her. Um, if I want to go more EDM style, I like Elenium. Okay. Um, and I've I don't think said, I've listened to, to that one. Yes, he's awesome. He's actually from San Francisco. Okay, cool. So he's based in San Francisco, and he turned to music um, to kind of help him with his addiction problems. Oh, awesome. So he's a super interesting artist just all around. But, I mean, I say this all the time, but I just need a good heavy beat and a good female vocalist, and I'm solid. Ah, gotcha. um, But there's just a wide range of every song of his is different, so it's just really interesting to listen to. Um, and then my other one, it's kind of a tie right now between old school Missy Elliott, mm. so kind of late 90s, early yeah. 2000s, um, and then I, I'm into this new group, they're called Wolf Cry, Okay. and it kind of has like an 80s background beat to it, and um, I don't know, I, a lot of the times when I lift heavy, I actually like to listen to calmer music. Oh, gotcha. It helps slow things down for me and put me in a calmer state. Yeah. I'm a very anxious person, and so it, it's nice for me to be able to kind of... That's almost my meditation, is lifting. Gotcha. If I'm by myself, and I have headphones in, and I can calm myself with the music, yes. that's my type of meditation. And so, again, it just depends on my mood that day. Awesome. So, to kind of recap, what was those three artists? Three artists are Megan Thee Stallion, Elenium... And Wolf Cry. Cool. And then occasionally... Occasionally Missy Elliott here and there. Cool. Love it. All right, to the next time. Thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. Yeah! Hello, boys and girls. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to another Trainers Talk. Uh, We have a very, very special guest. I call her the OG of Calistica Fit. And the kids, you don't know what that means. You gotta look it up. We have Meg Heights. How you doing, Meg? Good, doing good, How about you? Good. So, um, Meg has been, why I call her the OG. Do you know why I call you the OG? Do you know the OG? <laughs> I'm like operating, <laughs> no, no. So the OG is the original gangster. Uh-huh. <laughs> and really, the reason why Meg is the original gangster is because she has been part of Calistica Fit, and we've known each other for at least seven. When mm-hmm. when did you? My name is eight, seven or eight. Seven or eight years, and uh, you have been a member since the beginning for Calistica Fit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and so much so that you have a bike, a spin bike that has your. <laughs> we put a plaque on the spin bike because Meg was in spin classes so much. So how, do you remember when that happened? Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> were I, you kind of surprised when that happened? Yeah, I think I was away on vacation. Yeah. And the day I came back, um, you had the plaque set up on the on the roller and um, yeah, I was, I was shy. Yeah, yeah, so it's, um, she has done more classes than myself. <laughs> Then Jackie, then Tara, probably some of the instructors combined. What we're gonna do a couple of, well, we're gonna kind of bounce all over the place a little bit. So, what is your kind of favorite exercise? What is like your go to? Well, <laughs> I think it's equal between, I mean, spin, obviously, yeah. cardio, but I also, I, 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 
I can't choose. It's like choosing. <laughs> Which kid do you like the best? Yes. I don't know. I like I like core work. I like being really strong in my core. Yeah. And I also really like good mobility. Yeah. And and balance. I like balance work too. I mean, it all it's all about like a well-rounded, balanced yeah. body. Yeah, I think the the one thing that's kind of impressive is that how diverse you know you're involved with a lot of the classes we do spinning the boot camp bar cardio mm -hmm. um you boxing. know boxing mm -hmm. and i mean you are actually you, boxing i mean yeah i love boxing too <laughs> yeah there is there is something about the ability to hit somebody uh <laughs> it, it just happens to be me generally uh for the case but um, what, I mean, like you, what's, what's cool is that you're like an athlete. I mean, like just seeing how you can, you can pick up kettlebells, you can get on a spin bike, really kill it there. You can, you can run, you can sprint, you can do the stuff with the ladders. Um, and then flexibility wise, you're able to do certain yoga and, and uh, movements that, uh, I mean, he's even more well-rounded. I mean, we'll, we'll say it then myself and, and Tara and Jackie, um, because uh, we don't have that mobility. We work on it. Mm -hmm. um, I have, surprisingly, have more mobility than they do. But, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, those angles. Did you have a? What kind of? I'm trying to think of the right question to ask, but I would say, in a way, what kind of put you? Was that all backs? Were you just willing to try everything? Or was there like, I wanna kind of be well-rounded when I do this stuff, what kind of? Well, I think, I mean, I started with yoga. Yeah. Like, I don't, 10 years, so 11 years ago. And yeah. um, after my my health issue um, and coming back, it my focus kind of shifted. Yeah. And, um, I, I mean, I just started trying things, and yeah. and they became important enough, and um, I liked them, and so I just kept trying different stuff. And also, I mean, if I just focus on one thing, I'm gonna get hurt. You know, yeah. I'm gonna injure myself, and totally. so I, you know, I struggle with trying to to you know break out of the box and try something new. But as I've tried to do things, then I kind of you know just they become part of my routine. Yeah, yeah. And um, you kind of you kind of mentioned it is, you know, you, you're talking about as much as much as you feel comfortable talking about, but you were saying something about, you know, you had a health issue. And the interesting part is that even though we've known each other for a long time, I don't even know too much mm. of those details. Mm. I just know that, um, I don't know if you could elaborate what that was and, you know, how you went through that process and and what, you know, we have this thing going on with COVID where we're talking about what was normal before mm -hmm. you go, you're going through this mm -hmm. and your new normal is not gonna be the same what it was before. So what was those three stages like for you during that health issue? Um, you want me to tell you about yeah, it? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's talk yeah. about it. Like, I think, cause I think what's, so first I think what's like, what what was the health issue? Yeah, so I was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer in um, 2011. Yeah. And um, I went through about six months of chemotherapy. Um, I didn't do any radiation. Um, I, had, I had some complications, yeah. which prolonged 
the the um, treatment and um, and uh, kind of a long recovery um, uh, with reconstruction and um, so you know I would I would come out of a surgery and spend uh, six weeks you know getting better and then I'd get back to working out and then I'd have another surgery and I'd be out for another six weeks so it was you know this ebb and flow and you know just trying to keep my my spirits up and yeah. and look forward to that time when I could get back yeah uh, to the gym yeah so, and and so how long was that process of like you find out you go through treatment and then um, you're in you know they finally say um, you know your remission or your cancer free how long was that process yeah so I had a bilateral mastectomy uh, September 21st Mm -hmm. And I finished my the actual treatment on March sixteenth, I think, of okay. two thousand twelve. Uh -huh. Yeah, and and then I think shortly after that is probably when I met you because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I think didn't you join Salage at that point or did yeah. you? Well, you came to pick up the spin bikes. Yes. And at that time, I was like, I was kind of thinking about joining the gym. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, that was the. That, that, that was a start. Okay, cool. I mean, prior to that, though, I was in the current uh, Calistoga Fit Gym. Yes. Taking yoga with Ulrika. Yes, yeah. So um, it was kind of cool to come back home. and Yeah. And, and, and you've made some amazing adjustments and renovations to that room. And um, you yeah. made it the best you can. Yeah, it was definitely... Um, if maybe at some point if you go back and look at our um we had an anniversary video that came out not too long ago about in april mm -hmm. or maybe it was early may um and it shows some pictures of what the old gym looked like uh, before we took it over and yeah. it's definitely a, a museum of, <laughs> of equipment that was in there yeah. um and so when we opened um Calcica uh, Fit, what made you decide to give us a try once? Because you and your team, like, I, I couldn't imagine what it'd be like at Solage, and, um, you know, just, I, I remember being on a hike up on Woodhill Mine with Pete, and I was like, gosh, Pete, um, <laughs> you know, Donovan's going to do his own thing, and, and I don't know what to do. You know, yeah, and he's like, join the gym, do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it it's no, it was, it's been pretty pretty cool. Like to you know, it, um, you and and Misha, yep. and everything were like one of the first yep. couple that were uh, a couple people that to to join and kind of been riding with us ever since. Um, you know, when after the re the recovery. Is there any kind of promises or goals that you kind of gave yourself that you wanted that, what was the things, like I said, before cancer, you had mm -hmm. your normal. Mm -hmm. And then after, what was something that, if, if Pete or somebody who knew you well before both things, would they say something changed in how you, you moved or did things after, mm -hmm. after that process? 
I mean, like, even through the process, I yeah. just kind of, like, steeled myself and, like, I'm just going to get through this. And, and um, yeah, I just kind of put my head down and, like, got through it. And so I think that kind of perspective um, just drove me. Yeah. Um, you know, I you can get through anything if you can get through that. That That's true. And then I think also... Um, having to be inactive, not use my body, um, uh, you know, really made me appreciate those times when I could and, yeah. and made them far more important um, to me. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, so let's, let's, um, actually, this is, is a question I, I, I wanted to ask you, um, I wrote down. Um, besides when you're punching me, <laughs> you you're probably one of the, the the kindest people I know, um, and thank you. Yeah, it's 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 uh, pretty amazing. But I, I wonder, do you ever have a feeling that does anybody take your kindness for granted? Do you feel like that ever happens to you? <laughs> Maybe my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I, I can be mean and my kids still take me for granted. So I don't think that really that's that really matters. You know, because the only, the, the, only, the reason I ask is like, because you you are so nice, and that is there situations where you have to get mean. Yeah, because I don't know if I've ever seen you, and maybe you have, but and that's <laughs> there's levels to it. But I don't think I've ever, and I think I think that's a product of hopefully we're doing a good job that you're happier in circumstances well, yeah. I mean another I mean another thing about the gym that's so great is I can come in and be pissed off about something yeah and I usually work out harder yeah and you know whether I'm angry or upset or you know it's just a you know it's a way to get out that energy and so I, I don't I don't know that I can't think of anybody that, that, that like, I mean, besides from certain political figures. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, um, well, yeah. Yeah, so. that's, all right, cool. So, um, any, um, so let's, well, let's go into a little bit of lightning round. So I have some questions I want to ask you. I want you to give me something that comes right to the top of your head. It doesn't have to be a quick answer, but whatever hits you in your head, you got to tell me. And, uh, and we'll just work with that. So, um, fav favorite workout song? Sandstorm. Sandstorm, oh, I did. Who's, who, who does? I think that's Jerusy. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, favorite artist to work out to? Um, <laughs> Pitbull. Pitbull, all right. Yep, the definitely. Oh, NF. Yep, yep. There you go. Uh, favorite snack? Cashews. Cashews, all right. Uh, no almonds? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 fondest memory of Cal Sigafit? Oh, um, I don't know. Probably the the celebration at, um, at Cal Sigafit Inn after one of our it was after one of our challenges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, that's, so at the end of our, um, I think it was our summer challenge, we'll do a, 
kind of celebration for all the challengers, where it was Terra versus me, or it was man versus woman, or it's <laughs> trainers versus trainers. Uh, and that challenge is usually pretty strong. Uh, yeah. We we compete hard, and you're one of the you're the Steph one of the Steph Currys out there getting all the points. Um, July is a rough month. <laughs> in July we go hard. It's right before harvest, so we go hard on that. Um, you kind of spoke on this, but uh, who inspires you? Well, my my bright inspiration is my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my dark inspiration is my cancer experience. Ah, yeah. Um, so I kind of spoke to that earlier. Like, you know, when you when you can't when you can't do something, you know, it it makes it more important to you when you can. Yeah, I like that. I kind of like that. You, your light inspiration and your dark inspiration. I've never thought of it that way. That's kind of <laughs> cool. Uh, your biggest vice. <clears throat> Probably wine. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the right place for it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, favorite holiday? Uh, well, it used to be Halloween, but Harvest kind of screws that up. Yeah. Um, I, I like Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because, you know, it's food and people and like, no gifts and yeah, it, it, you just are enjoying the people you're with. Yeah. Um, and then I think one more thing I want to kind of bring up and then I'm gonna let you ask some questions is uh, uh, Jackie likes a story of how the one time uh, you had to teach I wasn't on time and I'll explain why but you had to teach the first half of the class do you remember that <laughs> I think it's gotten embellished yeah <laughs> I think so, but we're, 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 yeah. we're telling, but, but what, um, you know, because you have, and this is legitimate, you have taken, you know, you take, I, I actually did a look at this, you, you take over 150 spin classes with us a year. So, wow, that's impressive. So, wow. exactly, which is very impressive. So, you can imagine since 2000, uh, really 16, we had spin going. Um, so you have taken easily 600 classes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So there was this one time where uh, I was, I, when I, I lived in Santa Rosa and driving over the hill, there was a tree down and I had to, if anybody knows Santa Rosa, I had, um, to get to Calistoga, I had to drive all the way around and it extended my drive another 20, 25 minutes. And so I had a class at 6.30 in the morning, and I think I texted you, or did I call you? I probably called you. Yeah, I think I was in the car. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, I might need your help with something, because I'm gonna, it, I, there's a tree and everything, and uh, so the, there is that time that you did step in, and, and maybe it was a song or two. <laughs> yeah. But, it was it was a it was a big help and, and not even just that I think one other thing I wanted to mention was that um, the energy we get from you we're like I'm disappointed when you can't be in the class <laughs> and I know everybody because you rock out to the beat when you're you're riding and because Meg has her position you know it's it's, it's godfather like because when other people walk into the room 
and they're looking at the bikes and seeing what's available and they don't see if you're there they have to ask is, is Meg coming <laughs> can i use her bike you know like the, there is a uh, Don Corleone type of <laughs> atmosphere to that bike, and do you know you have that effect on people when it comes to? Yeah, them? I do because I've heard I've heard people say, "Oh, you know, so so and so was on your bike last night," or yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm aware of that. I like that position. I like that. You know, I've always been there. Yeah, and I'm kind of a creature of habit, so. Uh... Well, I mean, of course, I mean, six hundred over six hundred plus classes. That's uh, <laughs> that's that's a creature of habit, and I. I look forward to another 600 um, and uh, you know we'll, we'll probably be doing the more outdoors or digitally also yeah. but um, does that mean we have tickets <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that we'll figure something out um, okay well uh, thank you again for doing this uh, do you have any questions for me sure all right yeah um, well, so I was watching the trainer talks. Yes. And um, um, there, Billy Cox. Yeah. You, you introduced him, and it kind of felt like a reveal, like him, like he might be in our future. I'm working on it. And how how did you meet him? So, uh, Billy, who's on one of the other trainers' talks, he lives in the UK, and uh, we. Um, we were looking for another trainer, and we always look for. Um, great instructors and, and, and people who can work with us. We, we really value who's on our team and one, the education are, but the thing I care about most first is the personality, the work ethic. And um, because I, I believe the, luckily with our team and myself, I'm a pretty good, I feel like I can teach um, people the skills if they don't have it but luckily Billy is one that he does have skills and and uh, um, and he applied and he really wants to um, continue his career in the States and uh, even though I, we're a novice at uh, bringing in um, somebody from outside the country um, we've kind of already been in talks and we're working on um, getting him here and uh, yeah, so he, um, you know, there's a chance it might not happen, but you know, that's, you know, that's the, you know, if that's the way immigration works. Yeah, that's the way the working visas and that type of stuff works. But um, I will go to the ends of the earth to make sure that Calistica Fit has the best um, people it can have. And, um, and because at the end of the day, that's what I think what makes us is the people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. It shows, and that's why we're there. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's. I'm really, I'm really proud of the team that is, has been created, and you know, we keep fine tuning, and people, and even though they leave, you know, people leave, and, and other people come in, it's still the essence, and I think the community, kind of, you know, keeps us going in that direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Um, Jackie asked you this question, or no, you asked Jackie this question okay. in your interview with her. Yeah. Um, and I don't think you answered the question, so I wanted to hear what your answer was Ooh. to this. <laughs> Gee, Intel, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of liking this, okay. Intel, so, all right. So um, where do you see the fitness industry going forward, like in the next five years? Oh, okay, That's, uh, that is interesting. I could, I, I, 
You're right, I didn't answer that. Um, I, I think the, um, I think where the fitness industry is going is a combo of, a more combo similar to the music industry. Mm -hmm. I think things are gonna get more digital mm -hmm. with offerings, programs, classes, um, things that you on demand when, when you want to do it, you can do it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, you know, there was this weird space with music about 20 years ago when um, streaming and Napster and all that starts to happen and the, the music industry didn't know how to really react to that. Mm -hmm. But one thing that kind of came out of that is a resurgence of uh, live, uh, mm -hmm. you know, so like older bands coming out and had who had great catalogs and performing their music and coming to festivals mm -hmm. and and you're seeing demographics of all ages coming to these festivals versus it being 15 right. to 25 right. now you know with bottle rock and and mm -hmm. you know uh, festivals all over the world and um, and even smaller venues people are really mm -hmm. um, valuing the live experience and so there's this real um, dichotomy of uh, of that, and I just see that truly enhancing in another level that people are going to want, you know, five, six days a week to be able to have the thing. Wherever they go, they can have you. With, they're going to want to have how it's fit if they're in San Francisco, if they're on the East Coast, mm -hmm. if they're traveling, they want to be able to continue that no matter where they go. Mm -hmm. But to fill their cup in another way, they want to be able to be in Parnham Park on the on Saturday, or or be, you know, at at the gym um, on a certain day and doing the group together with everybody in the room or everybody out outdoors. Right. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing. And then the second thing that is more of a tech thing, I think individualized um, medicine and. Uh, nutritional I think the nutritional side of things is behind where exercise is and mm -hmm. I think that's going to start to make certain jumps mm -hmm. with uh, AI technology over the next couple of years interesting yeah yeah so hopefully and hopefully we can be be a part of those those type of trends and and just we try to be right just just ahead of those trends a little bit as much as we can you guys are pretty nimble like that yeah, we've uh, we are definitely uh, ballet. We can't do ballet, but we move like ballet dancers when it comes to pivoting. Because uh, we 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 have plans and we have ideas of things we want to do with the community and with our business. But um, we've learned that it's not always guaranteed. Of your plans are going to come the way you want, and and it's like, can you? Just maneuver it a little left and and and, and uh, be diverse enough to make it happen. Well, we're really lucky to have you in our town. Yeah, thank you, thank mm -hmm. you. Any other questions? Um, what's your favorite thing to cook? Ooh. Um, favorite thing to cook. think about that um, I do like making steak but I would say 
this is kind of stereotypical. I have to say it, but it's fried chicken. <laughs> it's good. Um, and, and I would say it's, it's more in the sense I've done this, like, um, I don't know if you know, I've done this thing recently over the last, we kind of took a break and we just brought it back, was uh, I'll cook for Tara and Michael oh, and, yeah. and I'll invite any other team if they want to come over. Uh -huh. And I call it Sunday dinner service. Uh -huh. And it's my opportunity to kind of serve the team that's been working so hard during the week mm -hmm. um, for our members and for for me sometimes and for um, mm -hmm. their clients mm -hmm. and um, there is a I do the brine I do you know I go to the store you know you pick the lemons you get the thyme you get the um, you know and that process it takes time to do and I think is a way of showing that support is the time it takes to make it, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? And there's something about that that I got from my grandmother. Mm -hmm. um, we call her Big Mama in the South. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so it's uh, seeing that, like one, I'll say, I'll kind of come back to Big Mama for a se second, is that I grew up in Atlanta for until I was uh, in sixth grade and then we moved to DC. And then when I was going to graduate school, I came back to Atlanta. One of the main reasons was because of my grandmother. And she would always make, when I was younger, every Sunday we would come over her house and some people would bring some food, but she would cook some things and, and I, you know, I would love that. And so it was one of the reasons why I came back so I could come over on Sundays. And even the tradition wasn't continuing the way it used to, but she will always make me something. And I think I was one of her favorites <laughs> because I would come over and I would, I mean, her food was great. And um, so that tradition is something I kind of wanted to continue as our team grows to be able to do that on a fairly regular basis. I mean, I don't, I don't want to make it, I don't want to be a burden for my team to feel like they have to come over, but I wanted to be the opportunity where they can come and relax. We can chat about things that is not super intense work related and just hopefully have a good meal. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. Sounds really cool the way that you're, you want to support them. Yeah. Um, and outside of work and, and you're feeding them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's just, it's, it's kind of just, I, I've kind of really grounded myself in the, especially over the last once, I would say the last three years, I've kind of like, I'm here for service and I want to kind of really dig in on that because there's certain things that um, um, I kind of see where things can go here and how generationally certain things that we could do, House Could Fit um, and our company could do to help inspire, ingratiate the community with health and wellness and really changes generations across mm -hmm. demographics, age, you know, um, race. Um, so that's kind of the, the, the big picture. That is a big picture. Yeah, it's a very big one too. So, yeah. Cool. Oh, well, any other questions? I'll stop there. All right. Uh, you sure you don't have one? You don't have any more? Go, uh, keep, keep going. Because <laughs> I have to. We can, we can edit this and we can, we can use some of these other questions later. All right. So, um, what athlete is most inspirational to you? Ooh. Um, 
I mean, there's definitely several athletes. I will say that um, I'll, I'll give a couple. Um, the current modern athlete is LeBron. Mm -hmm. And the reason is not necessarily, you know, I know that Jordan Doc just came out and mm -hmm. um, a lot of people are, you know, they have their comparisons and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm impressed by somebody that I was lucky to have, um, I'm very lucky to have great parents um, who put me in a stable uh, household. Um, and he, he was somebody with a single mother um, and she had her own issues. She wasn't necessarily the most stable, mm -hmm. but for him to grow up and to, in essence, not really mean get in any true trouble, no legal, obvious trouble, and to be the hands down the best basketball player of his generation, mm -hmm. um, even when the expectation was for him to be the best basketball player. I think that's the other thing. I think it's one thing to kind of come up and you don't have those expectations on you. Um, and I've kind of noticed this from a very, very small point of view of, you know, when I did the thing with Solage, it was unexpected. When I had to repeat it, there was more expectations. Mm -hmm. And to, to step into that and to repeat your success um, over and over again, um, when the expectations are on you to do that, that's just different. And, um, and so for him to be able to do that, I kind of, uh, that there's an admiration there. Mm -hmm. I would say the other person's Hank Aaron. Mm -hmm. Um, I met him once and, uh, he, um, I remember meeting him and I was like, I was like 23 or 24 mm -hmm. and I was with my mom and uh, he has a car. He had a car dealership in Atlanta, and um, but long story short, he's it was his consistency. He never really hit a lot of home runs. I mean, even though he's a home run king for a lot of years, and most people still consider him that. Mm -hmm. um, he, but he would consistently, year after year, get a certain amount of home runs, a certain amount of average, a certain amount of RBIs. You, he was somebody you could count on, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and. I really admire people who can do that, especially in situations where, you know, the time in, in the world that, uh, you know, back then for him to do that when people didn't want him to break, you know, Babe Ruth's record and mm -hmm. and things like that. So I, that is another mm -hmm. athlete. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I, I like that you explained why, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the context is is something because um, um, and I like when come back to the LeBron thing too. I I love the way he plays and he passes the ball and stuff like that. But I I would say the way he's been able to run business and do, you know, make the main thing still the main thing. It's like um, which is basketball, but still be able to. It's kind of how I'm trying to do things. I, the main thing for me is kind of training and mm -hmm. and the work and the, the classes. Um, but it's also, we do a lot of other things and, and it's trying to be able to run those things while still making what I consider the main thing, which is my interaction with members and clients in classes are in training. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And also to further that metaphor, you'd like pass the ball to Tara, you know, you pass the ball to Michael yeah. and yeah. 
and 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 in that way you're you're all team players yeah exactly and that's that's all we that's what i've always wanted because i, I realized just within the concept of sports if you don't have um if you don't have that you know it's you just can't do it all. I mean, yeah. like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter how good or how great you are, you know, you're not gonna be able to service and do the things on a scale that you might want to without the help of others. I agree. Any other one? No. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Meg, for joining me. Thank you for having me. Um, and we look forward to seeing you back in the gym when that is a possibility. But until then, we'll see you at the park. Yes. We'll see you on Instagram. Yes. And we'll see you uh, on Zoom. Zoom. Yep. I'll yeah. be there. All right. <laughs> Thank you again. Thank you.